The Baltimore Ravens are going to knock off the Cincinnati Bengals and win the AFC North in 2023. We're going to explain why and go over our other division winners and wildcard teams on today's edition of the Locked On NFL Podcast. Let's roll. You are Locked On NFL. Your daily NFL podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Welcome in, football fans, to a Thursday edition of the Locked On NFL Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Tyler Rowland, local expert from the Locked On Titans Podcast, here with Alex Clancy, local expert from the Locked On Cardinals Podcast. We're going to do a little prediction episode for you guys today. We are going to predict our division winners in both conferences and our wild card selection. So predicting the 2023 NFL playoffs on today's edition of the Locked On NFL Podcast. Make sure that you make the Locked On NFL Podcast your first listen each and every day, Monday through Friday, NFL content all year round on all apps, always for free. Make sure you get subscribed, stay subscribed. It's your team every day here on the Locked On Podcast Network. But diving straight into my bold prediction at the front of the show, and I I have to say I do apologize. Alex was unaware I was going to go off the cuff there and make my, uh, my bold prediction for these division winners, but... We'll just go ahead and start there in the AFC then. I will throw mine out in the AFC North. We'll start there. I got the Baltimore Ravens coming back and getting this one with a healthy Lamar Jackson, improved offensive weapons, improved offensive coordination potentially with Todd Monken replacing Greg Roman, what they have on defense already, and the great coach that John Harbaugh is. Plus, the Bengals are starting out a little bit rocky here with the Burrow uh calf injury. I'm going to go with Baltimore reclaiming the AFC North. Alex, who do you think wins the AFC North this year? Is John Harbaugh a great head coach? I think so. Or is he a Mike Tomlin? That's like, a great head They're coach, both though. great head coaches because right, there's a right. lot of bad head coaches. But are That's they true. coaches that can elevate who they've got to the next level aside from just making the playoffs? I think, And I think John Harbaugh is a, a very good head coach who almost got fired two years ago and they got a contract extension. So that's that's got to be Lumi Lamar Jackson's health. That's why I would not pick them. If you told me that Cleveland won the division, if you told me that Cincinnati won the division, if you told me that Baltimore won the division, I wouldn't be surprised. I'm still going with the odds on favor with Cincinnati. If Joe Burrow's healthy, they're winning the division. I mean, and, and I think that that's just it. Like Lamar, if he didn't miss chunks, large chunks of the last two seasons, I, I, I mean, I might warm up to that idea, but Marlon Humphrey's hurt now. J.K. Dobbins is never healthy. We'll see what all the offensive firepower looks like, but Lamar Jackson's never had to produce throwing the ball to myriad wide receivers. So I think there's a lot more uncertainty there than certainty, even though the roster's improved. So I'm sticking with the old faithful in Cincinnati. Yeah, I don't think that's a bad idea. Uh, AFC West on three, one, two, three. Chiefs, I mean, a, a classic Alex Clancy line. It's Patrick Mahomes until it isn't. So yeah. uh, I, I, I'm with you there. We can move forward. The AFC South. Now, this is topical. And obviously, there could be a little bit of home cooking with me picking the Titans. And I will admit, recently we recorded our AFC South preview uh, kind of segments for some shows that we're going to be putting out here soon. And I did pick the Titans to win the division. But on Wednesday, and by the time that you're hearing this on Thursday, we could have more updates. But on Wednesday... 
Titans' second-year first-round pick. It's his second year. He's a first-round pick last year. Traylon Burks was injured in practice with the Minnesota Vikings in the joint practices. Looked like a pretty bad knee injury, left leg, lower body, whatever you want to call it. I'm not a doctor, as I say on my show all the time, Locked on Titans. But with the absence of Traylon Burks, I don't think that the Titans have the weapons necessary. Now, Burks could have something small that isn't a big deal, and I could be looking back on this. And I'm really just mentioning it as a, as a caveat here. But with the Burks injury news and the uncertainty there, I'm going to go with Jacksonville. I, I think that Week 18 battle between Jacksonville and Tennessee will once again be for the division crown. And uh, with the news that we got today and what that could mean for the Titans and what it could potentially be, I'm just going to play it safe here and say that Jacksonville wins the AFC South. Do you have any objections there? No, but it's interesting because it's not like they ran away with the division last year. It's not like exactly. this is the, them being minus 150 at some books. I'm like, what? Like, yeah. what have they shown that proves that they're going to win 10 games this year or 11? Or 12 games this year. Now, right. I mean, and and listen, this is going to be a fool me once situation if Jacksonville wins seven games this year. We don't know if Trevor Lawrence is great yet. We don't know. Right. He People stuck, expect him to be. in his playoff game. Like, like, we haven't seen for large portions of games and seasons that he is the real deal. He's shown flashes, and this is the right. year where he really has to step in and do it. And if he does, we're not going to be talking about this for many more years to come because they're going to be the favorite every single year. But if, I mean, the, to say that they're for sure going to win the division, I think he's a fool's errand. But I, yeah, I will pick Jacksonville sure. for this year. Yeah. Yeah. Understandable. And, and again, they're going to have a harder schedule this year, going from a last place schedule to a first place schedule. Yeah. Uh, the Titans get an easier schedule because they finished second place and not first place like they did the two years before. Right. So if the Titans don't lead the league in injuries, once again, it'll be close at the end. But I, I think we both play it safe here and take Jacksonville. And, and that just leaves the, the AFC East. And I really wanted to get spicy here. I really did. Uh, no lie, I had the Jets written down, and I marked them out and went a total opposite direction after thinking about it. But I got to go with the Buffalo Bills. I just trust what they have. Playoffs, can they get it done? I don't know. But in the regular season, I don't trust Miami. I don't trust the Jets. I'm going to stick with Buffalo and play it safe there. What's the only proven entity there is in the AFC East? Aaron Rodgers. That's it. Ooh, no, Aaron Rodgers is the only is proven, entity. proven entity that can play 17 games and strikes the fear in everybody. I don't think Josh Allen strikes fear like Aaron Rodgers does, regardless of age. Tua definitely doesn't. Mac Jones doesn't. I know his right. schedule is going to be harder than it's been maybe ever. Aaron Rodgers is because he's got, you know, he's got four really six really tough divisional games every year. Right, right. There's no layups like the, like the Bears and the Lions and whatever it was for a long time. Aaron Rodgers also has never had the offensive firepower that he has now, ever. I mean, he had Jordy Nelson and and and, and Devontae Adams. Donald and like Driver, Greg Finley. Jennings. I, I yeah. think the Super Bowl team had some pretty good weapons, but and I understand also, what you're saying. But when it comes to this, I'm taking Aaron Rodgers. I don't know why the odds are that far. Like, yeah, he's got young receivers, but Garrett Wilson proved that he's ready to roll. If Brees Hall right. and Dalvin Cook are healthy, that defense is excellent. Yeah. The cornerback room is maybe the best in football. They've got some linebackers. They've got a couple good safeties. Like, I'm taking the Jets. Like, yeah. I don't think that's a hot take. I hate when people say hot take. I, right. I'm taking the Jets, and I think it's a rational decision. Yeah, I I hear you on that. I hear you on that. I, I really do. And so, the, for the division winners, we're a little off there, but that's how we see the AFC. We're going to move it forward, talk about the NFC and who could win the divisions there, and there might be uh, some more disagreements, some more toss-ups 
and the NFC with the lack of dominant quarterback play over there. So we're going to get into that in just a moment. Before we get into it, though, I do want to let you guys know that today's episode is brought to you by Nutrafol. You don't have to choose between better hair growth and your health. Nutrafol provides a whole body health approach for men that promotes healthier hair, no drugs, no compromises, just better hair. Men think losing their hair is inevitable. Take control of your hair's future with Nutrafol's science-backed hair growth supplement for men. Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist-recommended hair growth supplement clinically shown to improve your hair growth, visible thickness, and visible scalp coverage. Go to Nutrafol.com slash men to take their hair wellness wellness quiz, identify causes for your thinning hair, and Nutrafol will give you a personalized plan for better hair health through whole body wellness. Take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair for a limited time. Nutrafol is offering our listeners $10 off your first month subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com slash men and enter the promo code locked on NFL. Find out why 4,000 healthcare professionals recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. Nutrafol.com slash men spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L dot com slash men. Enter that promo code locked on NFL. That's Nutrafol.com slash men. Promo code locked on NFL. All right, Alex, let's continue today's edition of the Locked On NFL podcast. We talked about the AFC division winners to start. Going to get into the NFC division winners now. Before we do, want to thank you guys again, though, for making the Locked On NFL podcast your first to listen each and every day. We're getting closer and closer to the season. You're going to have Monday through Friday NFL content here on the show. It's on all apps, always free, all year long. You're not going to beat that anywhere else. Make sure you get subscribed, stay subscribed to the Locked On NFL podcast. But Alex, I'll let you take the reins here in the NFC, the division or the conference that that you are more familiar with, with covering the Arizona Cardinals over there. Go ahead and give me your division winners, or we'll start with one division, whatever division you want. Pick whatever division, and we can start there in the NFC. Yeah, let's start with the, the most easy answer, division, I guess. Let's take the NFC West. Um, yeah. For me, I think it's just San Francisco is too good, not quarterback-wise, but the other 21 on – no, their starters are – I mean, their front seven is the best in football still, even though, you know, Philly can r- rival it. Christian McCaffrey, Debo Samuel, you know, Trent Williams, they check all the boxes. Uh, the only thing that could mar them from this is Brock Purdy turning into a pumpkin, which pe- nobody thinks that's going to happen for some reason. Right, right. He played five uh, games. As as He's going to be the next show Montana. Chill yeah. the hell out. <laughs> and see what Brock Purdy is before you crown him for anything. It's the dumbest thing. I don't under. It's just a formality. It's like, oh, he's just going to be great. It's only his arm. Stop it. If, if you tell me that Sam Darnold starting week seven because Brock Purdy started two and five or two and four, would you be shocked? No. It was the last pick in the damn draft. Like, I, I don't understand why it's just that's it. But, I mean, and then, and yeah, go ahead. That's all I have to say. No, no, I, I'm with you. I get it. I think that. I, I personally think that Sam Darnold could still lead them to a division title, honestly, even if that happens. So with that, the only guy who can't, I think, maybe Trey Lance, who's really struggling um, mm-hmm. in, in the preseason games and practice right now. But 
they did a good job of adding Sam Darnold, even though everybody said that they had Trey Lance. And I think that that'll allow them to. I'm I'm with you there. I, I'll, I'll go with the 49ers. I, I'm not going to get too cute with that one. I, I think they have the best team by far in that division. The NFC South is fun. Uh, you know, you'd look at New yeah. Orleans as probably the favorite, but there's the NFC South is has always been this weird division where teams come out of nowhere. Like, I mean, how many games won last year? Eight? Was it eight and nine last year that, that took it with Tom Brady or nine and eight? Nine Tampa and eight. Bay, yeah. Nine yeah, Tampa eight, Bay. Yeah. Um, but I, I think that this is another easy one. I think Derek Carr's a lot better than people give him credit for. This is a stable organization, even though it's been a perennially losing organization aside from the last 15 years or so. Uh, but I, I think with them, the offensive line's improved. Even though Alvin Kamara's out, he's got a bevy of weapons. So I think that Derek Carr is going to be a great leader for them, and he's going to be beloved in the Bayou immediately. Yeah. I, 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 I'm taking the Saints. I, I mean, yeah. I'm not – I just – I trust Derek Carr. He's an adult. Uh, I trust the defense. He's an adult. You know what I mean? I, I yeah. just – Ritter, Baker Mayfield, or Trask, Bryce Young – like, I don't think that, like, with Ritter or Young, I don't think that, you know, they're not going to be any good as players eventually. But just in one year, with it all on the line, give me Derek Carr. I think that's why the Saints went and got Derek Carr in the first place. So, I, I would go I would go with the Saints in the South. I think they're the they're the safest bet there. Do you do – I, I need to ask you this. Do you do a quick pull on Ritter if it doesn't work with all those weapons this year with the quarterbacks coming out next year? Well, their backup quarterback is Taylor Heineke. Um, My boy. Yeah, your guy. And I think that Arthur Smith needs to win some games. Uh, It's year three for him, I believe. He needs to win some games. So, yeah, if Ritter isn't getting the job done through, like, the first six games, you got to pull him and go with Heineke because I think the division is going to be winnable Mm -hmm. no matter, you know, how long they go. I don't think think you have a 12-5 and New Orleans Saints team winning this division. I think it'll be 9-8, and 10-7 and again. So, if if you're the Falcons, yeah, I think think you got to have a quick pull on Ritter and go with Heineke. Because Arthur Smith needs to win. Yep. Three fa- straight first round picks on skill position players on the offense. You got to do it. They have um, all they need. And they just signed two offensive linemen back in Caleb McGarry and, and Chris Lindstrom. So it's not right. like they have bad offensive line play either. And Arthur Smith is supposed to be an offensive guru, which I know firsthand that he can be. So mm-hmm. Ritter has the weapons available with Bijan and Pitts and London. The guys they have on the offensive line, they added a bunch of free agents, veterans on the defensive side of the ball. The, the Falcons have enough talent to win, and if if Ritter isn't getting it done, then yeah, I'm with you. They, they got yeah, to football's with fun when the Falcons go with Heineke. Win. Football's fun yeah, when the Falcons yeah, yeah, yeah. Win. great fan Their base. Is fun. Yeah, um, <laughs> I'm going to save the NFC North for last because you can make an argument for all four potentially. Right. Um, yeah. Let's do the NFC East. This is going to surprise you. I'm taking the Cowboys. And, and oh! let me and let, and let me let me explain. Okay. Okay. There's a couple of things the Cowboys have going for them. One, Ezekiel Elliott is not not with the team anymore. Doesn't matter. He's gone. Even though he's been fine, he got paid too much money. It was never his fault. He did some he did some not so great things off the field, but he was the best running back they've had since Emmett Smith, probably. And he didn't get the fair share because of the price tag that came with his employment after Jerry Jones right. gave him too much money. Okay, they added Brandon Cooks, Tony Pollard. They've got some good running backs. C.D. Lamb's a wide receiver one. Their defense is great. And I think with Philly and the malaise that happens after losing a Super Bowl, the Super Bowl hangover is for the team that loses as much as it is the team that wins. Patrick Mahomes yeah. doesn't have malaise, and Philadelphia has to do it again. 
And it wasn't like they blew out the division last year. It was a couple games. I'm taking Dallas because, of course, this would be the year that Dallas wins the division when Zeke's gone. What about I'm you? Going with Phil- I'm going with Philadelphia. I mean, there, there's no way. I just think they have – it's them or San Francisco for the best roster in the whole league. Um, I know we talked about the Dolphins. Now Jalen Ramsey's hurt, though. I think that kind of kind of brings them down a little bit. But, uh, yeah, I, there's no way I can, I can go away from the Eagles. And then, finally, the NFC North. I'll let you take the stage here with who you think will win the NFC North because I think we're going to disagree on this one as well. Yeah, I agree. And you know what? I know it sounds crazy, and I know that they maybe shouldn't have won as many games as they won last year, but I like Minnesota. Me too. I'm take Minnesota still. Uh, I, I mean, Justin Jefferson and Kirk Cousins, again, proven winners, proven production. I like Kevin O'Connell's offense. Minnesota has some struggles on the interior, but I love their tackles and Darisol and O'Neal. Um, they are flying around the place on defense. Uh, Daniil Hunter is in there all the time. I like their linebacker group, even though it's a bunch of, you know, no-name guys to say. Uh, I like what they're doing there. Uh, Byron Murphy was a good signing. As you know, he's a good player from Arizona. I I like Brian Flores more than anything as their defensive coordinator. I mean, there was a reason that Brian Flores got a head coaching job and did a pretty good job with the Dolphins. The dude knows, knows defensive football at minimum. So I think with the improvement in defensive coaching, with the talent that the Vikings generally have, I think the Vikings are still the the safest bet in that division, and I think they win it. Yeah, he's he's the only adult at quarterback. Like yes. everybody else is young. Well, I guess Jared Goff is too. That's not necessarily fair. So so the, I so guess the, Lions, the guy doesn't know sun rises in the east, sets in the west. I'll never forget that from Hard Knocks. I, it always kind of sullied me on him when he didn't know that. So you got Jordan Love, who's a potentially a darling in Green Bay. Uh, Justin Fields has the highest mm-hmm. ceiling, obviously, out of all four of these quarterbacks. There's no question about that. And adding DJ Moore, our boy, with, with the with the 60, 62 yard screen pass, the worst kept secret, the best kept secret in football is DJ Moore. And I think that's going to be realized this year. Um, the Lions are still the Lions until they're not the Lions. So now there's a thing where it's like now they're expectations this year, and this is where I think they potentially fall flat. Kirk Cousins will win you ten games because he's Kirk Cousins and because he does yep. it every year. And I yep. think that 10 wins could be enough in that division. I know they lost Dalvin Cook. They have Alexander Madison. They drafted a couple of rookies that they like. Jordan Addison and Justin Jefferson, with the short passes they get, they don't have to run the ball as much. I think they misuse Dalvin Cook a lot of the time anyways. The defense is mm-hmm. better than for us. I think that's – and the fact that they're not the odds on favorite to win kind of blows my mind because of the Lions hype. But that's going to wrap it. The NFC is going to be fascinating because you're looking for good teams. The AFC has good teams everywhere. And this is a year in the NFC where – young quarterbacks will either need to make their team good or there's going to be questions around those young quarterbacks. It'll be fascinating to watch. On the other side, who's going to make the wild card games? What are we looking at in the playoffs? Tyler's going to take the reins back as we roll on here locked on NFL Thursday. Your team every day. All right, football fans, we are going to cap off this Thursday edition Of the Locked On NFL podcast, we went through our AFC division winners, our NFC division winners. I know that uh, Tony and James went over their AFC picks yesterday, so glad we could kind of expand on that and get a a different viewpoint here. That's the cool thing about the Locked On NFL podcast with different hosts every single day of the week. It could be the same exact topic, but you're going to get a different vantage point on it, a different set of knowledge, a different set of anecdotes. Really love the setup there, and that's why you make Locked On NFL your first listen 
each and every day. But with that being said, we are diving into the wild cards. And Alex, I got to tell you, out of all the hosts of the Locked On NFL podcast throughout the week, I think we might be the wild cards in that group. <laughs> so it's only appropriate that we dive into wild cards here to uh, to cap things off. We'll start in the AFC, like how we started the division winners. For me, with the Ravens winning the AFC North in my grouping, I obviously have the Bengals making the playoffs. So I'll have the Bengals as my number one wild card team. After that, I went back and forth and back and forth on this one. I even had a J that I turned into a D. I am going to go with the Dolphins over the Jets. I got to tell you, Alex, a lot of my a lot of my analysis in life, not even just in football, is what's the most entertaining thing? Because that seems to play out more often than not. And I think one of the most entertaining conversation-driving storylines that could come out all year will be the Jets being terrible. Rodgers mad, complaining, arguing with the media. The Jets' offensive line is not good. And it's funny because in hard knocks on Tuesday night, the day before we were were recording this, Robert Sala went on a big diatribe about how you can have a Hall of Fame quarterback and all these wide receivers and the rookie of the year and blah, 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 but without the offensive line, it's nothing. All right? So the Jets have all these things that are fun to talk about, but the one thing that you need to win in football, whether it's 1802 or 2023, is an offensive line, and the Jets simply don't have it. So I think there's a great chance that the Jets are the biggest disappointment in the NFL all year long. So I'm going to go with the Dolphins getting a wild card spot and then capping it off with the Chargers, who I think are just a good team. They're not going to beat out the Chiefs in the division. So I got Chiefs, Ravens, Jaguars, and Bills, and then Bengals, Dolphins, and Chargers. Those are my AFC wild card teams. Did, Did I get anything wrong? Who would you put in there instead? Yeah, well, me having the Jets winning the division, I'm putting Buffalo in in the wild card. Um, Chargers, too, like, fool me a thousand times and we're still picking the Chargers here. Like, there's no reason we should be picking the Chargers here. They've given us zero reason to pick the Chargers. If they don't make it, is Brandon Staley fired? Yeah, because he he just gave – Herbert's there forever. And you know, everybody who would – it's like, there would be a million coaches lining up for that job. Yeah. Justin Herbert in that offense. Like Brandon Staley's just, he's Kellen out of more promotion. Sorry. Kellen Moore. Promote, yeah. What if they yeah, just well, promote him to head coach? It's old. It's old Jack Del Rio. Go take a coordinator job when you know the head coach is getting fired. And then you take <laughs> over that role. It's the oldest trick in the book. Um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, it seems kind of silly to have Buffalo not winning the division. I just don't. Trouble's been brewing in Buffalo for two seasons now. And it yeah. looks cool with all the wins and everything. I don't buy it. Something's wrong in Orchard Park. I don't know what it is. Stefan Diggs, they said everything's fine. I, I don't think it is. I, I don't think it is. So mine will be Buffalo, the Chargers. But see, here's the thing. Ravens, Steelers, the Patriots aren't going to be bad forever. Like, I, I can't help but even just like think that there's a chance they could win nine games and get in. But I can't find a road to nine games. So that leaves the Steelers and the Ravens. If you told me that, and we talked about this, that, that Kenny Pickett, turns into the next cool second tier starter in the NFL and he leads that defense and, 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 you know, that run game and the receivers they have to a playoff berth and they win 10 games with Mike Tomlin. I wouldn't be shocked, but I'm taking Baltimore. I mean, even though this is a, a knockdown for Baltimore because of Lamar Jackson's injury concerns, 
Otherwise, I probably would have had them winning the divisionals. But yeah, that's that's where we differ. A couple actually. <laughs> yeah, there's there's a couple in there. I I have the the Dolphins and uh, the Ravens in. So right, Dolphins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then yeah, 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 let's pivot over to the NFC. Um, Tyler, your wild card picks for the NFC. Go All right. On. So I have the Vikings winning the NFC North. Yep. But I think it's a very competitive division. I have the Lions and the Bears oh. making the playoffs. I'm sorry, I don't buy Jordan Love. I think the Packers are getting uh, a little old in the tooth on the offensive line. Um, so I, I'm going to have the Lions and the Bears making it with the Cowboys. So I have Eagles, Saints, 49ers, Vikings, Lions, Cowboys, Bears. That That's what I would go with. And if I could... If I could change anything, I think I would take the Lions out and put the Seahawks in. Yeah, that's what that's what I kind of wrestled with. I think the Bears will be improved, and I, it's just something about the Lions. They're lovable losers, and they always have been. So I could just see them being eight and nine again, and Dan Campbell being like, "Ah, we try so hard, and we blah, blah, and it just you know it doesn't work out, you know." So that that's what I I would go with the Lions, the Cowboys, and the Bears as the wild card team. Yep, that's I mean it's close. So I had I have the Cowboys winning the division, so I'm taking the Eagles, yep. the Lions, and the Seahawks to make yeah. the playoffs. For the Lions, it makes the most sense. This is the natural progression of things. You become relevant, right. you make the playoffs, and then you see what happens after that. I think Seattle's too good of a roster, and Geno Smith has been fine enough True. to where I mean it's a San Francisco 49ers light there. Geno Smith is a better quarterback than Brock right. Purdy right now. Let's not compare that the last two, you know, with last season. Um the highs, the, the floor is higher for Purdy, but or the ceiling's higher, but the floor is higher for Geno Smith. If Kenneth Walker's healthy, if Zach Charbonnet is healthy, they have a million running backs, they have a million skill position players, and their defense is good by their ability to draft young players on the defensive side of the ball. Um, and I'm taking Philly to be the, the first wild card spot. So I do think that this is going to be a comeback to earth year for Philly, where they'll win maybe 10 games instead of what do they win, 14 last year? Something like that. Like, 13, I just, four, it's I that Super Bowl hangover, baby. It hits everybody. Yeah. Yeah. You're 100% right. A long season, expectations, all of that. I just think they have so much depth that even they if do. they hit injuries, you know, it could, but there could be, you know, once you get that far, sometimes you're a little lackadaisical in the regular season. Some of these teams that you don't expect to lose to, you lose to, stuff like that. So definitely a possibility. But that is going to do it for our playoff predictions here. We're going to be back with you guys next Thursday. We're going to be talking some uh, player awards, MVP, OPOY, DPOY, stuff like that. So make sure that you tune in not only next Thursday, but all week long to the Locked On NFL podcast. But once again, as I always say, start your weekend early, folks, and stay safe out there.